Good evening, brothers and sisters. Welcome to this online service. We've been talking about the covenant eventually will lead us to the coming of our Lord Jesus. And that will be a glorious day where we will appear with Him in glory. And the Word of God also tells us that He wants to be glorified in us as His holy people. And so, we know that this is a, a, the hope that we have. How do we live so that we are worthy, we are living worthy of this, this uh, hope, worthy of the coming of Jesus? So the last week we learned that we have to grow in our salvation and we have to have a... Uh, better understanding of what salvation is about. Because the Bible tells us we have to grow in our salvation, we have to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. So we come to a definition that salvation is being set free from sin and the bondage of sin by the blood of Jesus. So that we serve God in His purpose as priest and as His kingdom so that we will reign with Him in His kingdom. So there is these three parts to it. Okay, salvation is being set free from sin and bondages by the blood of Jesus so that we can serve Him in His purpose as priest and kingdom, so that we may reign with Him in His kingdom. So, the book of Philippians 2, verse 13, tell us, uh, uh, verse 12 and, and 13, the last part of verse 12 is, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill His good purpose. So, God has a purpose for every one of us, even before the creation of the world. God has you in mind. God has already planned that you will be born in this time. And He has a plan and He has a purpose for you. And that's why He created us the way we are. He created you the way you are so that you are fully equipped to do all that He has for you to do. But unfortunately, sin came in and break this plan so that we, in our sinful nature, we cannot fulfill or do what God wants us to do. But He sent His Son, Jesus, to come to save us, to restore 
His plan and purpose that He had in, in eternity for us. So that now we can fulfill that plan and purpose in Christ Jesus. So that is what salvation is about. We are saved from sin and bondages so that now we are restored to do what God wants as kingdom and as priests to fulfill His purpose. Let's read it in the Ephesians 1, verse 4 and verse 5. Ephesians 1, verse 4 and 5. For He chose us in Him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in His sight, in love, He predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with His pleasure and will. So you see, he cre before the creation of the world, He has already chosen us. He has already known you. And He has made us to be holy and blameless. What does it mean to be holy? To be holy is to, He has created us to be set apart solely to fulfill His plan and purpose. That is what it means to be holy, to be set apart for Him. And then He says He created us to be blameless in His sight. Blameless. Because He has made us the way we are so that we can fulfill all that He wants us to do. Because when we do what He wants, we will bring Peace to the world, order to the world, will bring blessing to this world, there will be prosperity, development, and this world will, will just be the way that He wants it, perfect, the way He wants it, so that we are blameless, because every one of us are fulfilling the plan and purpose that He has for us. And now that sin has come in, so he sent Jesus to us and now we are adopted as sons of God through Christ according to his will. So the purpose of salvation is to bring us back to the original purpose that God has in mind for you and I. And Let's read it in Ephesians 2, verse 8 to 10. Ephesians 2, verse 8. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not by works, so that no one can boast. Okay, so this is talking about salvation. It is purely the grace of God and through faith. And then what happened? After we are saved. The next verse, verse 10. For we are God's handiwork or God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. So now, Jesus has saved us. And we know that His salvation his plan, His purpose for us is so great. 
He has a plan. He has a purpose for us. Now, what do we need to do? We need to work out that salvation. Because Jesus came to restore us, restore our identity as sons of God. So that now, in Him, we can fulfill His plan and purpose. So we have to work out our salvation because now we are set free. To do the work that He prepared for us in advance. So friends, brothers and sisters, we are not here just to survive. You know, there are a lot of people, including Christians, all we do is surviving, living like anybody else, looking for comfort, looking for, you know, what we can gain in this world. But we have no, no uh, understanding of the purpose, the eternal purpose of God. And yet God wants us to enter into His eternal kingdom. We read about that last week. His eternal purpose. Do the work that He has prepared for us to do. So to make sure we can do that, after we are saved, to make sure we can do that, we have to work our salvation, God also works in us to will and to do according to His purpose. He also works in us, in our life, so that we become the person that He wants us to be, so that we can, by His grace and His power, we can do what He has willed for us to do. Okay, so it's not us now struggling, trying to do what God wants. No, God Himself makes sure that we are holy and blameless. Remember, He created us the way we are so that we can do it, so that we are holy and blameless. Now, in Christ, He has created us as new creation so that we can fulfill His plan and purpose so that we are holy and blameless. So we have to work out, how do we work out our salvation? We work out our salvation by surrendering ourselves to God. The greatest struggle that we have in working out our salvation is our flesh. For so long, we do our own things, we want our own ways. And in order to, work, to, 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 to serve Him and fulfill His purpose, we have to let go of ourselves, our self-will. And, and that's when the struggle comes in, when we work out, try to work out our salvation. Because our flesh is full of self what the self want is selfish, is self-centered. Our flesh is for pride, want to exalt the self rather than humble before man and before God. So our flesh is full of arrogance. We think we know better and stubborn, stiff-necked. We don't want to Submit, we don't want to humble ourselves, we don't want to change. We just want our own way because we think we're right. So the self is full of stubbornness and stiff neck. The self is rebellious, doesn't want to submit to God. And so in working out our salvation, you realize that there is 
this struggle that we, we face. So unless the self is broken, unless the self knows how to let go and humble, surrender to God, it will not be able to fulfill God's purpose. And the deception for a lot of Christians is this, because we are doing something, so we thought it's okay. We are doing something, quote and unquote, spiritual. We think it's okay. But we have to remember the word of Jesus. He spoke to the person who cast out demons. He said, I never knew you. He spoke to the person who prophesied. He said, you know, I, I never knew you. So it's not in the good things we do. It's whether we are doing the will of God. It's not that that's not important, but you do that, that's fine. But do you do the will of God? If you don't, that doesn't matter. There's no point. And I remember uh, one of my staff told another person, he said, the things I asked you to do, you did not do. But you have done well in the other thing. That to me is nothing. Unless you have done this, then that will be a good thing that you have done. It will be appreciated. You see, so Christians, we live in rebellion. We just want to do our own things. But then we do some so-called spiritual thing. We, we thought we're okay. No. You work out your salvation with fear and trembling. We, we humble ourselves. So we, we surrender to God to do God's will. And what is the will of God? God has made us to be a kingdom, a priest, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people, a special people of God. This is what God has made us. This is how God wants us to function. And we know in order to function as a, uh, as a priest, as a faithful priest, we will do according to what is in God's heart and mind. So a priest is somebody who do according to what is in God's heart and in God's mind. That's how we represent Him. That's how we serve as a priest. Not to do our own things, but do what He has in His heart and in His mind. So God has put us as priests and as a kingdom, a holy nation, wherever we are, that's who we are. That's what we are to do. That's the will of God for us. To function as priests, as a kingdom, as a holy nation. So that we can declare His praises. Because when we let go of ourselves, we manifest His life, His nature, His love, His grace, His peace. His joy, His abundance. We manifest that godliness that we talked about last week. And then when we surrender, submit to Him, we manifest His wisdom and righteousness. Because now we have the decrees of God, we have the laws of God, we know what God wants. So wisdom and righteousness will be the result. And we have the power of God in His kingdom. And that's why we're able to do wonders. We're able to do beyond what uh, P 
people think or what we think or imagine so that we can declare His praises. So His will is being done when we surrender ourselves to do His will. And we also surrender ourselves to let Him work in us in order to do what He wants us to do we got to be the person that He wants us to be. Remember, He created us in a certain way so that we can do the things that He wants us to do. So now He, is, he wants to work in us so that we can be that new creation that is in Christ to do the work that He has for us to do. So when He works in us, His grace will be released into us so that now we have the strength, we have the power to do what He wants to do. Okay, so to work out our salvation, we know that God has a plan and purpose for us. Our salvation is to fulfill that plan and purpose. We, we surrender ourselves to God's will, to do His will we allow Him to work in us so that we can be the person He wants us to be to do His will. And thirdly, to surrender means we allow Him to determine the situation that I'm placed in. Because to work out our salvation is in the context of the situation that God has placed us. The Bible says, all things work together for good for those who love God and who are called according to His purpose. So it's in those all things, those situations, good, bad, terrible, you know, situation that God has placed us in or allowed us to go through, that His plan and His purpose are being fulfilled. How does the light shine among all the perfect people? The light cannot shine because it's just like, like everyone. It's in the midst of darkness the light shines and shines brightly. So it's in the midst of all these conflicting situations, terrible situations, that we shine. That we work out our salvation and declare the praises of Him. But unfortunately, the people of God, just like the nation of Israel, when we're in adverse situation, what we do is murmur, complain, accuse, instead of working out our salvation with fear and trembling. So, but God has placed us as priests in those situations. We will not take things into our own hand. We will not do things according to what we want, what we feel. Because that's not working out our salvation. We work out our salvation because we flow in His plan and purpose. We submit. We obey. We let go of our own purpose, of our own will. So we do not run away, we do not quit. How many of God's people, when we face 
a certain kind of situation that we don't like, that we think is painful and hurting, we just quit. We just change, move, move away. The Bible says, if you suffer with me, bear the suffering of Christ, you will share with me in my glory. So many of us, we did not work out our salvation. We just run away. And we miss the glory of God. We lose our salvation. Because salvation is to fulfill God's plan and purpose that He has for me. And, and, and some of us in this kind of situation, especially in relational conflicts or, or disappointment, we isolate ourselves. You know, at this moment, I can think of at least two persons that I know who isolate themselves. You want to contact them, they don't want to respond. In fact, nobody can, 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 can contact them. They isolate themselves. Rather than working out their salvation in this kind of situation, God, how can I, I break through? How can I break into your plan and purpose so that I can share in your glory? So that in the days to come, I can enter into your eternal kingdom and rule and reign with you. People have no idea about that. They just do what they want. I hope this evening you're listening to this message, you understand the will of God, you understand the heart of God. And there are people... When they go through that kind of situation, they blame. They blame others. It's not their fault. It's not their responsibility. It's somebody's fault. You know what they are doing? Sometimes I just, I don't know whether to laugh or to cry. They are just finding a scapegoat to justify their rebellions, to justify their pride and, 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 and their self-will. Instead of humbling themselves, instead of letting go, you know, it's someone else's fault. You know, in the church context, you know whose fault it is. 99% of the time, it's the pastor's fault. For whatever reason, they can dream up. If it doesn't suit, they change another reason. I, have, I just encountered this situation. When what they accuse or justify themselves of doesn't work, they change another other reason. And these people, they don't know how demonized or, or deceptive the enemy has worked in their heart because of the, the, the deception and, and the, the, that, that is in their mind and heart. But God wants us to humble ourselves, surrender to work out our salvation in whatever situation he has placed us in, because he said all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. And uh, the Bible wants us to consider the situation that we are going through, the hardship that we are going through as discipline from the Father. That's what it means to surrender to God. We are willing to come under his discipline. Let's read it in Hebrews 12, verse 5 to verse 7. Hebrews 12, verse 5 to 7. And have you completely forgotten this word of encouragement 
that addresses you as the father addresses his son. It says, my son, do not make light of the Lord's discipline. Do not lose heart when he rebukes you. Because the Lord disciplines the one he loves and he chastens everyone he accepts as his son. Endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as his children. For what children are not disciplined by their father? So it says here, endure hardship as discipline. When you're going to difficult times, maybe it's not your fault, maybe it's not someone else's fault, you're just going through hardship. Consider it as discipline from the Father. God wants to train you so that you can have the life of the Son to qualify you to inherit what He has prepared for you. So we are to consider every difficult experiences that we are going through as the Father's training, as the Father's discipline. In the midst of the discipline, there is rebuilt. There is pain that we may have to go through. So there are times we are being rebuilt. Admonish because of our attitude, because of our ways, because of the way we do things and so on. That's part of working out your salvation. You take it as a discipline from the Father because the Father sees better things in you. The Father wants you to be true sons, to be able to inherit what He has for you. But as I say, many of us, we run away. We quit. We blame someone. Rather than working out our salvation in those situations that we are going through. Because when we work out, when we go through those hard times, when we go through those disciplines, working out our salvation, at the end of the day, you can declare the praises of Him. How? You can testify that, oh, I have been through some very hard time. But because of God's faithfulness, because of God's grace, because of God's word, because of God's people, because of this, you know, I have come through it. You know, God is so good. God is love. You can declare His praise. But those who quit, those who live, those situations, they create other problems. People, they are, they are not blameless. People can turn around and say to them, you know, because of you, you created hardship, you, cre you created problems, you created division, you created uh, whatever in church or in that relationship because of you. But when we work out our salvation with fear and trembling, we end up fulfilling God's plan and purpose. God's plan is always good. God's purpose is always good. And so we can declare the praises of it despite of all those difficult training, discipline that we have to go through. So I hope 
with the understanding of salvation, what salvation is about, that it would lead us to fulfill God's plan and purpose for our life. That is salvation. We will learn to submit to God's will. We will learn to surrender ourselves, let go of ourselves, and work out our salvation with fear and trembling. Now, by surrendering ourselves, our will to His will, by surrendering our life so that God can work in us to will and to do according to His purpose, to allow God to take control of every circumstances that we go through and through it work out our salvation, work out God's plan and purpose for us so that the glory of God may be upon us, so that we can declare His praise. So I hope with that we have a better understanding of salvation and working out our salvation. And may the Lord has is glorified in our life and through our life. And we're going to pray right now. Father, we thank you for knowing us even before the creation of this world. We thank you that you have a plan and purpose for us. And that's why you have created us. You created us the way we are. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, you have come to redeem us so that even now we can fulfill your plan and your purpose for us. We pray that as we understand your word, we will learn to submit ourselves, humble ourselves before you to do your will. Humble ourselves before you so that you can work in us and surrender ourselves to you so that you, your sovereignty, you, you have dominion over our life, you have dominion over our circumstances. And through it all, we work out our salvation with fear and trembling. And Lord, we pray that your name will be exalted, that we will be able to declare your praises through it all. We thank you, Lord. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you. We'll see you again next week. Amen.